0: Hello, everybody out there, and welcome to another episode of the Talk That Talk Show with me, Barry Holmes. Merry Christmas to all of my viewers out there. Um, It's been a great week. You know, we always say that, but, you know, we're just in that frame of mode of just being completely positive. You know, I was talking to my boy, Peter. We actually helped him move the other day. Shout out to my boy, Peter. But um, you know, we were just talking about how you know our, our different friends that we have and the people that are close to us that can inspire us, and just you know being able to help Peter and help him move from the U-Haul truck to to being in his first over you know first ever home. You know, shout out to Peter for being a first time home owner. But um, you know, when you have friends like that that are doing great things and then show you appreciation, I mean. I think I had so much fun helping him move and then just eating pizza with him and you know just seeing the smile on his face you know it just felt good to to be a friend and help a friend move forward and you know move on to the next stage of their life man and you know like I said You know, it's very inspiring as well too because then, you know, you can look at your friends and see what they're doing and, you know, seeing that they're empowering and and trying to progress themselves through. And it's that same type of dedication and hard work that you can then help to translate into your own life, man. And, you know, we always joke and say about Positive Peter, but, you know, when you have people that, you know, embrace that positive mentality, you know, it just makes going through the week so much easier and so much fun. And I feel like also, you know, earlier on in the week, you know, we kind of embraced that as well too with, you know, there was a situation where I had with my brother and we were in a doubles game and I wound up, you know, bowling my worst ever uh, game of the of the season. I think I bowled like a 144. And I look back as far as, you know, last year and the progress that I've done and, you know, beforehand, if I would have rolled a 144, I don't know if I'm going to even be able to have a good set anymore, right? So, you know, I think that, you know, to be able to come from that And then I was still able to dig out like a 248 game after that, and then a 220 something to to bowl a 600 series. And that meant so much to me because, you know, all season my brother, me and him, we've been fighting fighting uh, the best, you know, teams and and people that are going up against their best. And we've put our best foot forward, but we haven't exactly gotten the results that we wanted. And a lot of times when you continuously try to push forward and you're not getting the results that you want, it's easy to quit. It's easy to say, fuck this. It's easy to say, you know what? I'm done. I'm frustrated. But, you know, to to reference back to that first game where I had that 144, you know, I dug deep within myself and, and, you know, I just didn't accept failure as, a, as an option, you know? And, you know, to be able to, to come from that to get a win, to now celebrate with my brother on Christmas that we're in the top ten for the first time in 2020, you know, it makes it, it makes me very, very happy, man. And, you know, that's a testament to the hard work, the dedication that he's been putting in, and, and the dedication that I've been putting in as well, too, to get better. And, you know, I just felt like, you know, before we came on the show today, that it was very important to show people that no matter how you start, you know, no matter how shitty your first game is, whether you're golfing, bowling, uh, playing basketball, high school, school sports uh virtual sports whatever you know if you're struggling don't worry about it just think to the next thing we always say in bowling take it frame by frame because at the end of the day you don't know what you're capable of until you put your best foot forward man and you know i'm just happy to have people around me that propel me and push me forward to give the best version of myself every single day so thank you so much, man, to my brother, uh, to my boy Peter Dunn for inspiring with, you know, just his own personal advancement. And, you know, to be able to be here and share this, this uh, Merry Christmas with my family, you know, I think it was very important for me because, you know, I think that a lot of different people... You know, take the holidays as a chance to take a time off, you know, to get that relaxation. That's very necessary for a lot of us. But for me, I thought it was very important for here on Christmas of all days where there was any reason for me to take a break and to not do this episode. I thought it was very imperative to say, yo, we're not taking any days off and we're coming with the heat for y'all. Every single one of you on Facebook Live, whether you're Antoine Jefferson, Stephen Baum, whether you're my boy Peter on Instagram Live streamer, my boy Jose's father, you know, I just got to tell you, man, we are here. We're going to be here every Friday, 8.30. You know the vibes. Um, I'm just happy to be here, man, and we got a great episode lined up for you. So before I get into the special surprise that I have for you all, I got to thank my, sp- my sponsors, Shout out to VW Liquors, located in Wick Plaza, Edison, New Jersey. Want to give a big shout out to Air We Are. Got the best air conditioning and heating and cooling needs that you need. My boy Angelo at 13 and a half Clothing Company, making sure that people got the freshest threads in the South Side, baby. Also want to give a shout-out to my boy Savion Gainer over at Skydye Socks. My dad put in a massive order and gave us a whole bunch of different socks for Christmas, so I was definitely hyped, and I'll be rocking some of my uh, Skydye Socks soon and shortly. Also want to give a shout-out to my boy Timmy Hugel over at uh, Ink Parlor. I definitely love this dude, man. He's been helping me to... To push things forward with the brand, we got the OG Nines coming out next week for New Year's. Uh, it's a big, big week for us next week when the talk that talk show with the merch. So you're gonna definitely want to check, you know, stay tuned to some of our social media channels, whether on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're gonna definitely be giving you the updates and you know showing you how you can order your own shirt because these long sleeves are gonna be tough, I'm telling you. Then uh, we want to give a big shout out to Maria and Joe Snow over at New York Life. Helping people to get their financial freedom every single day. They'll help you to put you on a financial path to the freedom that you're looking to have. Um, and, yo, like I said, man, uh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these sponsors. And uh, it, it's just, like I said, each time I go through them, you know, I I, I almost feel uh, just so full because like I have my people like Cody Bromley at 91s.com, you know, each and every different avenue I have people that are that really support this vision and really believe in me. Um, we got people like my boy Brian Spawn, who's just so happy to post pictures with his wife in his shirts. So, you know, whether it's your sponsor, whether you're a viewer, whether you're just somebody that's just tuning into the show, man, I'm here for you. I thank you so much for tuning in, and we got something really, really dope lined up for you. If you don't know know me I guarantee you're gonna know who I am at the end of this episode because you know they talk about your best friends and you talk about people that are extension of yourself uh, people that you know represent you uh, align with your core values. Um, people that have been through many of experiences through thick and thin and I have no other person that's been with me through the ups, the downs, the trials, the tribulations than this guy right here. And, you know, like I said, I look to him like a brother. Um, He's like family here. He is family. So, you know, I didn't tell anybody who was going to be the guest on the show. But for a lot of people that have been watching the show, they've been asking for this guy for a long time. So please, if you know this guy, if you love this show, please give a big warm welcome. Put your drinks, put your beers up for my brother, my best friend, my ace in the hole. Please, give it up for my boy, Jeffrey Pharrell! Come on up, come on up! <laughs>
1: yeah, look who it entrance. is! Look who oh, it man. is! I love that, I love that.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's been a long time coming, Jeff. How's it feel to be here on the show, bro?
1: Oh, it feels great, B. You got a good thing going, bro. So, you know, I, it feels good to be a part of it.
0: Oh, man. And it's been a long time coming, man. Uh, You know, like I said, we've been trying to, you know, put things together to put this in motion to have you on. But, you know, we thought it was no better fitting time than to come on Christmas Christmas Day, Day. family time, than to have, you know, the biggest family here on the show, bro. So, you know, pretty much, Jeff, how how did you spend your Christmas uh, today?
1: And, you know, are there any traditions that you do on Christmas? Uh, Usually what I do with my family, uh, with my grandfather, we usually do something on Christmas Eve, so I went there yesterday, and then on Christmas Day, I go to my grandma's and spend time with my mom, so I just came from there, and I stopped here. Went to the Holmes' house, so you know I gotta show love <laughs> to them too.
0: Oh yeah, and, and like I said, we think of you as like family, man, because you've been here. Like I said, since I was the glasses bla- braces Barry, man. Facts. So
1: <laughs> DJ Truth Barry. Oh man, I, I pulled out
0: the mixtape not too long ago, uh, which was funny. But um, you know, like I said, we've had you know had some really good times, man. And you know, I think one of the greatest things that we share is a great passion for NBA basketball. Now I'm a big, big, big Knicks fan. He's a big Nets fan, but we continue to try and support each other with our New York teams, and, you know, it might be a little bit funny bad for him being <laughs> holding the crowd for right now. So as a Brooklyn Nets fan, Jeff, how does it feel to be, uh, to, to, to be a Nets fan right now, man?
1: Honestly, man, I feel ecstatic. I, I, I haven't felt this way in a very long time, and I think back to those days in the Continental Airlines arena when RJ and Kid were there. And honestly, I try to compare that feeling, and it doesn't feel the same. Mm. Like, this is something new. Like, this this is something special. Like, I feel like the Nets are going to go to a level they've never been before. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, a lot of times people say that the, the Nets are the little brother to the Knicks. But what we've seen over the past couple of years is that the, the Nets have been winning these matchups. And it's and you're starting to see a lot more Nets, you know, uh, parallel out there and a lot more Nets fans. So have you seen that there's been, like, an increase in, in the Nets fans over the years?
1: Yeah, I think uh, when they left New Jersey, uh, things were just so bad um, when they were in nork It was just like, I mean, at that point— they. They were selling tickets for a dollar. Like, <laughs> I, I think I think their uh, main attraction
0: was what uh, Marshawn Brooks at yeah, the time, so, right?
1: <laughs> so when, once they moved to Brooklyn and they changed the colors, the color scheme, and it just became like fashionable for people, mm-hmm. and um, especially in like music culture with rap, a lot of the rappers are, are wearing Brooklyn apparel. Yeah. Um, if you pay pay attention, like especially the New York rappers, they're wearing Brooklyn apparel. So I feel like it it, it kind of came with this this cool vibe, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of people are rocking it. They might not be a fan, but they just like the colors kind of like thing.
0: Yeah. And I think that what we've seen, like you said, that, that the Knicks. You know, have kind of been lacking that cool factor, right? It, it doesn't seem cool these days to to be a Knicks fan, but like you said, especially now getting Kevin Durant and getting a Kyrie Irving, it seems almost more cool than ever to brock, you know, Nick Brooklyn Nets stuff and to be a Nets fan. Yeah, yeah. So, have do you like? Since we've seen that the Nets, you know, 2-0, they beat both opponents by 20 points. Uh, do you see that the Nets are serious contenders here, or is this just, you know, kind of just those first things of uh, beginner's luck with this team?
1: Um, well, I, the way I feel is obviously there's going to be hard times. They're going to, uh, you know, they're going to lose a couple games here and there. They're going to be long stretches where they might go without a win, but uh, honestly, I, I think we're going to— I I just spoke to my brother and he said y'all y'all are going to run through the east and I, I think he's right about that like there's not many teams in the east that can contend with us like our team is deep and even my brother said like the, there was like only one mismatch tonight you know like and that was Joe Harris against uh Marcus Smart mm-hmm. but besides that every other you know um part of the Nets offense was a mismatch for the Celtics. So yeah. it, it's like, how are you going to stop them? You know, it's like, are you going to double-team Durant? Are you going to double-team Kyrie? Because now they could just kick it to the shooters. Yeah, and, and they
0: have shooters now. They have you know?
1: a lot of shooters. So mm-hmm. it, it's going to be tough to defend the Nets this year. It, it, it's like coaches are going to have to be on their A game and their game planning. And yeah. Execution is number one. <laughs>
0: Especially coming out of, like you said, a weak East where, you know, your main competitor, com- you know, potentially is the Brooklyn's, uh well, is the Boston Celtics, and they pretty much handily beat them without Kemba Walker. Um, I know Toronto's another team that a lot of people want to throw in the mix as a potential team, but, you know, one team that we could definitely say that, you know, probably won't be a contender is my New York Knicks, man. Ah. <laughs> it- it's tough, man. But – what we have seen here, Jeff, is that the Knicks have gotten considerably younger, right? Now, the thing that I want to ask you is we saw that with the Nets, when they were starting coming up, especially moving past that, uh, that big tr- trade for Kevin Garnett and yeah. you know Paul Pierce, they got young really quick. Mm-hmm. So how important is it for a team that's rebuilding to get young, in your opinion?
1: Um, honestly, I think it's a combination of both. I think you need to get young. But you also need to surround them with the right pieces, especially veteran leadership. You need uh, those kind of glue guys to to kind of push them in the right way, because if not, you just got a whole bunch of young guys around a whole bunch of young guys. So what do you think is going to happen? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to end up good. <laughs>
0: and and what we have seen, especially from these Knicks, in, uh, especially what I saw in the first game was, you know, with young teams, they're going to come out to real hot starts. You look at the Knicks and they were up, I think, like six or seven yep. at the end of halftime. Yep. But when it comes down to the grind time, those third quarter, fourth quarter events, what we saw is the young team exposed themselves, Pause, but in a way that through turnovers and through poor shot selection. And those kind of seem to be the growing pains that we're going to have to look to for these Knicks in this upcoming season. But you know, I guess from you from your standpoint from what you saw from the Knicks, do you feel like the young pieces there can be part of this rebuild or do you think that the Knicks are just, you know, an amount of heap of trouble right now?
1: It depends because uh honestly, uh I was reading like Thibodeau he um there's a couple players on the team like Neil Aquino, for example. Uh, what's the other guy? Dennis there Smith names. Jr.? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're in the doghouse right now. Pretty much Tom Thibodeau is doing anything possible not to play them right now. Yeah. So, to me, that that kind of is a problem. Like, you have players on your team that you can't play. Like, not even five minutes. Like, yeah. And be contributing to the team. Like, You know, like, I I understand, like, getting young players, but I I just feel like the Knicks got to draft better. They got to draft better players for their fit, not best player available.
0: And one of the things that I do feel like with the Knicks, and I think that's going to be a good fit for them, is I think that OB Toppin, you know, shows some good upsides. But what we saw in the first game, and what I think can be representative of this Knicks team, is that when you have young guys – I think a lot of times it's hard for them to understand their roles off the rip or it's hard for them to get those first couple games to understand, I need to do this consistently mm-hmm. or this is what this team is asking from me. And what we saw from Obi Toppin is, you know, he shoots one for seven or something or he's, he's trying too hard to trying go out there and, and do too much, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what do you think is, you know, the biggest difficulty for for young players in trying to stop from doing too much, you think, Jeff?
1: Um, I, I feel like you got to just like – Find your, your, your game. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, like, don't step outside of your game or what works for you, you know? Like, sometimes, like, I understand you want to try to work on things that you're not good at, but at the same time, you got to implement them at, like, not a high volume. Like, OB, like, all right, Obi, you, you can't really shoot threes good, but that doesn't mean come out there and just start chucking, Chucking, you know? You know? Like, he was he was chucking the other night. And if if your shot's not falling, take the ball to the cup. Yeah. Do something to get yourself into rhythm. Because if not, you're just going to be out there shooting a whole bunch of shots, bricking. And w- w- what's going to happen? Your playing time's going to go down. Facts. You know. And with a coach like Thibodeau, you have a short lease. Those young players, we saw it in Minnesota. That's yeah. why Minnesota, he was gone. Yep. Because Carl Anthony Towns and uh, the Wiggins, they didn't like that. He yep. was... Very you know, harsh. Giving them a, a short lease. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but, you know, especially with a struggling team like us, you know, that's trying to build a winning culture, you know, I think what better person than to have Tom Thibodeau to try and, you know, help these guys get better. And one of the things that we have seen and what you did say, which is important, is a lot of these teams need to have veteran leadership. And what I saw from the first game is that, you know, you're looking at these guys and saying, Okay, there's a bunch of guys on this Nick team that have not played together. Who's going to step up and be that person that leader? And it kind of looked, if you didn't see to me, it looked like RJ Barrett as a second-year player was looking like mm-hmm. a leader out there. Yeah. So, how does that look for our team, do you think Jeff, if, you know, coming presumably out here, RJ Barrett is our leader? What does that think for you?
1: I feel like that doesn't resonate that much. I mean, like being a second-year player and like I, I and and Really, he ha- really hasn't cemented himself in the NBA yet. Facts, you know, like so. He, you can't really get many people to follow you, you know, if you <laughs> really don't have the stats to prove it, or you know, you don't show those traits all the time, you know. So I, I feel like, maybe with time he could become that leader, but right now, I don't think so. You know, like I, I think it's gonna be hard to convince people that. You yeah. Know?
0: And, and you know what? It's all going to happen in time. I mean, we still got to see what Julius Randle's going to do, whether he still be at the team by the trade deadline. We got to see if Kevin Knox is a bust or not. I mean, we've seen you know real sporadic uh, activity from him pretty much. So what I look for in these next couple games is I'm just really looking to see who is going to be a consistent leader and who's going to give the production for the Knicks because from what I've seen in the Nets – any one person on that team can really go and help. I mean, when you got DeAndre Jordan who understands his role, and you have you know Spencer Dinwiddie who's coming in, uh, a, a healthy Karis LeVert who could come and drop buckets even when Kevin uh, Durant goes out. I really see Brooklyn as such a complete team. And what we really questioned was how their bench would show up. So from what you've seen, you know, from your team. How do you feel like the bench is going to be, and how do you think the supporting cast for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving looks right now?
1: Well, truthfully, in the past couple years, the Nets have always had one of the best benches. So with the fact that KD and Kyrie are playing now, I feel like that second and third unit, it pushes the starters we had last year into that second and third unit. So now your, your, your rotation is like, 12 guys deep almost, you know, like facts and it is, it's like, it's going to be hard to stop that, you know? Cause most of the time, you know, you bring a bench in, you got maybe one or two guys that could be on a starting five on the NBA team from the nets. You got maybe three guys that could start on, you know, any oh, team yeah. in the NBA. So I feel like that, that is going to really uh, change a lot because when KD and Kyrie are coming off, you still need that scoring, uh, you know, to to keep pace, you know. And I feel like with the players on the bench, like definitely Karras. Karras is the dog. Oh yeah, Karras is the dog. And,
0: and I tell you what, with the dogs that the Brooklyn Nets have, we're gonna see that they're gonna cover a lot of lines this year. And for a lot of people that don't know, this guy Jeff is 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 the parlay god, man. I mean, he, okay, he had a sometimes. big, he had a big win today where he wound up. Uh, Picking up, I think it was like the $300 hit off a dollar, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, look at that, man. A little something (laughs) light. Something light. So, So,
0: you know, when you're going into these, uh, you know, these parlays or like a big sports day, Jeff, you know, what are some of the things that you look for when you're trying to create your parlay so that you can get these big cash outs?
1: Honestly, I just look at like the odds and stuff. And I just think to myself, do I really think that's doable or do I think this person can achieve that goal? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, sometimes it's a long shot, you know, like you, you gotta, you gotta take a risk, you know, take a chance. If mm-hmm. you don't take a chance, you ain't going to win nothing. You know? right. Gotta be in it to win it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <you do. laughs>
0: now I guess, um, out of all the different sports that we have with, you know, basketball, uh, baseball, football what sport do you feel like for you is the hardest to bet on and why why would you say that
1: i would say baseball um i don't know just because like the amount of runs that could be scored in inning, like it, it baseball is really unpredictable it's a Facts. very unpredictable sport mm-hmm. um and 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 just the i guess the I don't know too much about um some of the newer guys. So, and there's so many statistics that go into baseball, yeah, you know, like For sure. You you got this lefty up against this guy and this guy's hitting righties with this average. So, it's like you No, know, basketball, it's just like, all right, this guy scores on this basket you know like mm-hmm. but baseball is like so much harder so i i, f- I definitely feel like baseball i kind of i kind of stray away from baseball a little bit sometimes i'll i'll, I'll dibble dabble but most of the time uh especially because my mets suck so i can't really <laughs> bet on that <them>. i know <laughs> i know for now for now for now so we're on the come up, yeah. the come up. like that. like the nets like the nets we coming up this year
0: big facts and i think that um you know, one of the things that I really enjoy doing with you over the summer times and, you know, especially even when we were during the winter time where we would go to some Devils games or we definitely go to Mets games and go to different sporting events. That's something that we really enjoy. So how do you feel like it's been as a fan, you know, going through this pandemic of not being able to see your favorite team in the Nets who are now good to watch now where you can't go to the Barclays? How has that been as being a fan, not being able to go watch them?
1: Honestly, B is hurting me right now cuz like I'm I'm watching these nets games and like I know the tickets are going to be pricey, but I'm like I don't know, man, it's like a once in a lifetime kind of thing seeing this team play. No. So I I I really wish I could go see a game right now. Yeah.
0: And and I guess like with the way the landscape is, you know, we've seen that a lot of these indoor sports have have been reluctant towards having fans and you know i guess from your standpoint as somebody that is looking to hopefully get back into the stadium soon you know how far away do you think we are from having fans in the stands jeff
1: in this region i think we're pretty far i think we're we're further behind uh many other states you know um just based off the sheer size of the amount of people that we have in this area and how condensed we are mm-hmm. so i i think that plays a big factor into it and um i don't honestly i don't think they're gonna open everything up for the sports in new york and stuff like that and until they're almost ready you know until vaccines are out and they have a plan in place because i i, I just don't think we're gonna jeopardize people like that and take that chance yeah
0: and it's always good to be safe than sorry and we got to be appreciative of the fact that we even have sports to watch even though they're not in the stands i mean i remember the days where you know there was no basketball there was was no baseball we had to watch (laughs) korean baseball you know that was was some (laughs) rough months rough times man so you know just to have sports back now I'm 100% appreciative of, man. But, you know, one of the things that Jeffrey is big and huge on, and we share a very good thing with, too, is we are huge connoisseurs of good beer, yes. right? Yes. So when you walk into the liquor store, Jeffrey, you walk into the beer store, how do you decide which six-pack you're going to pick? And, like, what do you look for in a beer when you're looking to get one?
1: Um, I'm a big fan of IPAs, so I kind of look for an IPA. Um doesn't really matter like what type of IPA I try to try a little bit of everything you know like the fruity IPAs the the double IPAs the real you know bitter stuff like I I, I, it ranges you know honestly and um I just try to try to try something different every single time like Mm -hmm. you know um I have my favorites you know but at the same time I recently discovered a new liquor store so you know um, they got a little little selection, so, you know, um, I try to pick out something new every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
0: and I think that that's good, too, because you have a lot of people, Jeff, that like to just do the same shit all the time, drink the same shit all the time. And that just can't be me. I, I'm somebody that I like to have different stuff, like you say, try different things. And that's why I feel like every time we come to your house, we're always trying to pick a different six-pack. Yeah, so when yeah. you came... <laughs> when you, when you, it, it, oh, we have uh, K-Sam who says, Flying Dog Raging Bitch. That's a good one. Yes,
1: that's uh, one of my favorites. That is uh, a really K-Sams. good one.
0: Also, we have a uh, shout-out to my boy Josh Williams who's here on our Instagram live stream as well. Uh, Sam Joshi uh, on our, Insta- our Facebook Live. Jennifer Newman on our Facebook Live. We have Stephen Hurst. He said, fuck you, bad He said, fuck you, yeah, bad. I love, <laughs> I love you miss you homie I, I miss you too man i tell you what i feel like i, I I'm, I'm so full and i have the best fans and the best friends in the world man so you know jeff like you know just can if you could tell the people out here that don't know you know just what does it mean to to, to be able to um how could i say you know just play games with me every day like we do and you know just have, just have the friendship that we've shared over these past couple, you know, past decades we can say now, man.
1: Oh man. B B B's Damn, a good old. guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, right, man. right. We ain't, we ain't that old. We ain't that old. <laughs> 30s the new 20, all right? Facts. Like, nah, but it, it it's always a good time with B, man. You know B B's the energy guy out of a whole group, so you know, if any one of us is down, you know, B, B is that one that, you know, come on, guys, you know, like, he's always putting that jolt in our group. So, like, I, I definitely look forward to definitely gaming with B. Because oh, Warzone's yeah. a, a fun time. With <laughs> oh, gaming. my gosh. yeah, we
0: we have so much fun playing. And, you know, I'll just, you know, say, too, that, you know, Jeff has been somebody that's always been a, a person of reason. So, you know, a lot of times where, you know, you're down or something, I can always count on Jeff to be there for me and you know kind of talk me off the ledge what I need And then also just to be just to be funny man i think that sometimes you know we we're we're in a spot where you know we don't even want to tell our friends what what's going on or how we're feeling And I just feel like Jeff's one of those people that just always knows when I need a, a jolt, as he says, you know, he's able to give that for me. And, you know, that's just so important, man. And, you know, I value Jeff as one of my really good friends and somebody that's been there from the beginning, bro. And, you know, I just remember, uh, us, even at the beginning, uh, we used to walk home from school at TJ Mm -hmm. and all of us would just walk home together and, when we got to the end, you know, me and Jeff were the last ones. We're like, oh, shit, you live there. I live here, <laughs> you know? And, and it was just cool ever since then, man. So, you know, what, what's been, like, one of your most favorite moments that we've had, you know, over these past couple of years, if if you had to pick one?
1: Oh, man, there's so many. <laughs> he said there's oh, so dude. many. I, I, it's, that's hard, man. I can't even think of one on the spot. Right? I, 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 I have to say, definitely, uh, some of the Warzone moments recently. Have oh, yeah. been some fun times. Oh,
0: yeah, man. Uh, Jeffrey was with me uh, yesterday, and we actually had a funny moment <laughs> where I was playing. Doc G's in the background. She's laughing her ass off already. But um, <laughs> we had a funny situation where I'm on the stream on Twitch, and I got bodied. Somebody killed me. I had no business losing this gun battle. And I was so tight, I just put my hands up and I went back and my whole chair broke, you know what I'm saying? And (laughs) (laughs) it broke, (laughs) it broke. And I think the funniest thing that they said is that, you know, I just laid there, you know, I I had nothing else to do, I just laid
1: there. It was just one of those moments like, damn, did that really happen? (laughs) Like, you just processing it in your head, like. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> not
0: only did i get bodied but my whole chair is broke
1: you know what i'm saying
0: so you know fast forward to today one of my friends Ishibai crane winds up uh clipping the clipping it on twitch and now we're at over 700 views on me <laughs> he, falling out going of the viral chair <laughs> for the wrong reasons man but nah like i said he even says it with the war zone it's just we just have such a fun time, you know, playing and sharing the same space together. And I feel like, you know, video games have kind of, like, really heightened up over this pandemic for sure, Jeff. So, like, do you remember the first time where, you know, we kind of got put on quarantine and how many people were online, man?
1: So- oh, man. It was, it was like, it was crazy because, like, every day you were, like, signing on Xbox and all the servers were, like, just crashing. Everything was just slow, like, it It was crazy because, like, I don't think I ever like, i I played video games for a while now, and, like, I, I've never seen that amount of traffic on Xbox, like, before ever, like, you know, like, it was like, every day, like, type <laughs> of thing so it was yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, it was definitely difficult for the people that, you know, are regulars, you know, and the people that were just playing just because they had the time, so kind of made it a little bit more frustrating i'm not gonna lie yeah we had a lot more yeah <laughs> a
0: lot of people asking for reps and especially when you're trying to get high quality reps you know it's hard for us to weed through who actually deserves to play and who doesn't which could be fun you know but um <laughs> 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 you know we gotta lock the party sometimes you know <laughs> it may feel like the beatles but it, it's hilarious oh, uh say said jeff made the show He said, and then uh, Peter said, "That's a fact.
1: That's a big fact, you know,
0: big Fendi." So I think what we got to do, Jeff, is we got to get into this beer review before anything. So can you talk about you know this beer that you decided to bring to my Uh, house and how you got this? One second,
1: I'm gonna do something different. I know, I know. Usually you supply the beer, but I brought my own beer. Uh! beer, Oh! We got the, the the once a year mad elf here. Okay, okay. Year, he mad brought elf. out
0: the mad yeah. elf. Yo, for everybody, can you tell people about what this is, Jeff, and why this
1: is so dope? Uh so pretty much like this beer is brewed in PA and it's only brewed once a year. So it's a Christmas time beer. Shout out to my boy Tyree. he, had, he he's actually the last one that Tyrus. gave me one. He supplied <laughs> us with some. And I found the spot in Jersey that had them, so it's pretty cool, you know. All right, so hey, let's Need see if we can.
0: Opener. Yeah, let's see. Does anybody have a bottle? I think I got one in my pocket. Oh See nice, that? Come nice. on, man. See when you're real, when you're a real drink champ, guys, you gotta have your, <laughs> your bottle <laughs> opener on the key. All right, come on, real drink champs out here, all right? But um, we're gonna have to put this into a, a, a cup here, Jeff, Oof. and let's let's review this. All right. Oof. <laughs>
1: so we're doing two We're doing two beers Yeah, views. we're going to do Ooh. two beer reviews Ooh, here I So you want four pour yours up there? Yes.
0: Oh, yes All right See, I tell you what this, this show is constantly progressing We have Kevin Rosa Shout out to Boza Mega listening vibes Mega listening Mega vibes, vibes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Kevin Rosa here We got uh, Mike Greer on our Instagram I mean Facebook uh, We got uh, Pete, he said Barry, that's Cap Cause when we had beers at my crib and that was nowhere to be found. Oh, so he, he was. Ah, uh,
1: Pete, I'll come through with some beers. I got you, man. All guy. right, so he's
0: gonna come through with the Matt. We got we gotta give Pete uh, a good housewarming with some good beers. So maybe let's if 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 this Mad Elf is good, maybe we'll bring some over. Yeah, Pete, you will
1: probably like this Mad Elf. It's like um, it's brewed with honey and cherries, so it, it's not like bitter. It's a little sweet, so it, it's a little mix of both. All right. Well, hey. Let's try this shit out, Jeff. Yes, Cheers. Here we go.
0: Ah. Oh, the mad elf. I tell you what, Jeff, that shit's
1: good. It is man. You
0: you, you you barely can tell that you're drinking really good alcohol, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: we didn't even talk about the alcohol percentage. This is eleven percent.
0: Eleven percent, guys. If you if you don't have your diapers on, go put them on because <laughs> I tell you what, this beer is fire, man. You got to put your big boy pants off for facts, this one. Facts. Um, if you gave this a one out of ten, Jeff, especially it being a once a uh, once in a year beer, you know what would you give this, bro?
1: I definitely have to go for the nine.
0: Oh, yeah. Solid nine. Um, I think for me, let me get this one more try. The Mad
1: Elf. What you thinking? What you thinking?
0: Man, honestly, bro, I'm going to give this a 10, bro. Oh,
1: he gave it the perfect score. I'm
0: going to give it a 10, man. I'm going to tell you why. Let me tell you why, Jeffress. This Mad Elf is... Like, you, you you, just don't tell that it's 11% when you're drinking it, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think that a lot of times when you have heavier beers like that, it can become hard to drink. Slaps you. Yeah, I, I know Gavin. Shout out to him. He bought a great beer. I think it's Weibocker or something. Last time.
1: Oh, Weibocker. I, yeah. I had. That, I told you I had that last yeah, time. That that's, was. It was alright. It was alright. But I see what you're saying. Like the the aftertaste. Yeah, you know? like
0: that aftertaste of that one kind of might have strayed you away from getting another one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But with this Mad Elf, it's just really, really smooth. Yeah. Smooth,
1: you know? Yep. Yeah,
0: Pete even says there's no crazy aftertaste. Nah. Pete,
1: nah, Pete. <laughs> he took another sip. No crazy aftertaste, <laughs> my boy. No crazy aftertaste.
0: <laughs> try to tell you, man, for real. But um, before we go on to this last one, uh, can you tell us a little bit about this beer, Jeff, that we're about to try here?
1: All right, so this is the Ithaca Flower Power. Okay, um, this is an IPA. I actually never had this one before. Really. So... Uh, we're gonna try it out and see how it is. Hey, man.
0: what'd you say before? You know, you got try, try dif- something different. Man. Try it on, try man. Something different. So here we go. We're gonna try this flower power. You got yours over to the right, Jeff. Yes,
1: sir. Crack this open
0: for everybody out there. Put in some of your favorite beers too. If you have any beers that you really like that you think we should try on the show, put them in the chat and we'll think about it. All right.
1: All right. We got poured up here.
0: All right, I'm a thug, so I'm uh, gonna go out of the I'm gonna go out of the car, man. But here cheers. we go. Cheers up, guys. Let's see how this beer is here, all right? Love, love, love,
1: love, love, love,
0: love, love, Flower power, groovy, man. It's not bad. Oh, wow, yeah. It's not what. This this really reminds me like when we What was that that bar in Brooklyn we used to go to? Remember I I told you um Soda Bar? Soda Bar, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. This yep. this reminds me of one of those beers that they used to have at Soda Bar where it's like organic, or it has that hoppy taste to it, right?
1: it has that hoppy, but, like, the aftertaste isn't really, like, bitter. It's yeah. The bitterness is, uh, kind of light on it, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I tell you what, we have Tyree you said, sip of sunshine, goaded beer, uh, Pops Voiceover is classic, so hey, as always, everybody loves it. And we got Savion who oh, said, he know about he "Soda know bar, you know about Soda Bar, <laughs> man. Hey, that's within walking distance of the Barclays Center, hey, right?
1: Hey, hey real bro- Brooklyn has no that.
0: Hey, re- hey, and I think he's from Red Hookers or, or Brownsville or somewhere, but um. Yo, let, once again, Jeff, thank you for coming here on the show, man. Um, oh,
1: you know the vibes, man. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime, brother.
0: Hell yeah, man. This,
1: Anytime.
0: This is know. my boy, man. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's been a long time coming, guys. And, you know, just to have Jeff here on the show, we got Kevin Rose. who He, he says it perfectly. Happy vibes, man. I mean, how, how, how else can I feel on, on Christmas when I got my best friend here? I got all my family here. Um, you know, hey, I
1: feel... we catching a dub tonight.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Are we gonna get a Warzone dub? Tonight? Right, you got
1: one Christmas vibe, so I'm trying to get another.
0: Ooh, hey, we stay hungry out here. We always trying to get dubs, but you know, in, in closing, Jeff, um, I know especially during this holiday time, um, a lot of us. You know, we're on vacation, or you know, from jobs, or we're having that relaxation time. And we have a lot of that time before we get into this new year. And with the new year coming up, you know, it's 2021. And a lot of people are, are they're saying that they're happy that 2020 is over, right? So I think, you know, the question I have for you going into 2021, is there any kind of New Year's resolutions that you have or anything that you want to do in this next year that you didn't get a chance to this year?
1: Yeah, I I, I definitely wanted to travel a little bit this year. Um, I wanted to go to California, so I definitely want to see if, uh, you know, some of the COVID situation starts dying down. I would like to uh, venture out west because I've never been out there, so Mm -hmm. that's definitely uh, one of my goals.
0: Okay, that's dope, man. And I think that, you know, especially for me, one of the goals that I really have, Jeff, is, you know, I just want to really blow this shit up, man. I think that... You know, with us closing in on ten thousand downloads, you know, closing in on a hundred episodes. You know, I just really wanna take this to the next level. I wanna to continue to merchandise. You know, I wanna to continue to have new followers, new friends, new family that come in and tune into this show. And I just wanna to continue to, you know, give the best version of this show that I can, man. And, you know, having you on the show enables me to do that, bro, because you know, for a lot of people that know me, you know, you're you're my best friend, you know, my right hand man. So, you know, for for people that don't know me, you know, I hope that you get a better understanding of me through this episode because you know, this guy is an extension of myself, and you know, I I'll do anything for this guy, man, and, I, facts, and it's very likewise, facts. man. That's and that's that 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 mentality that we've had, you know, over these years, and you know, the one thing that I can tell everybody out there. Um, you know, at at least in my closing thing that I want to say is, you know, just really value your friends, man. Um, and I say that to say that sometimes we get so overwhelmed with the things that are happening on in our life that sometimes it it may, you know, pass us showing that appreciation for the people that support us the most. And, you know, that's very real because a lot of us have our own lives that we have to deal with. But I think it's just very important that for those people that are in your life that are supporting you or those people that, you know, mean a lot to you or have value, don't be afraid to tell them what they mean to you. All right. Don't be afraid to tell them, say, hey. You know, I tell you what, this is my guy, you know, I I have no problem coming with him anywhere, and, you know, this is one of my best friends for life. And I think that especially for those viewers out there and my friends um, that have friends out there that maybe they haven't talked to in a while or, you know, they've lost contact with, you know, don't be afraid to hit up your friends because I tell you what you know, the the value that Jeff has had as as a friend to me and to a brother, you know, it's really empowered my life. and enabled me to do a lot of things that maybe I don't think I could have ever did without his support, man. So again, for those people out there that mean a lot to you and that that have that influence on you positively, positively, I say that positively, keep them in your life and definitely show them that they're valued, man. So yo, I love you, bro. And you know, Holy you're shit. a brother for life, man, for real. You know this is the Talk boss. That Talk Show. Um, we got to thank our sponsors before we get out. So I know you're going to love this one. You ready? Yeah. Shout out to VW Liquor yeah, yeah. located at Wick Plaza, Edison, New Jersey. Let's, Let's go, go, Mets. Mets. Let's, Let's go, Mets. go, Mets. We always do that for Dave at the end of the show. Shout Thanks. out Dave. Ooh, I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that at the end of the show to Dave, Caroline, Neva, uh, Tim, Crystal, uh, Crystal Dice. Um, everybody over there that just makes my day happy and, and a great time. We got our, our white mom here, Aaron Griffin Valeri. Shout out to Aaron. What up, Aaron? We got Jeff on the show. Aaron, come on now. What's
1: up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, shout out to 91s.com. They got the best acid wash apparel in the game. Shout out to my boy Savion Gainer over at Skydye Socks. Uh, he's putting out incredibly dope shit. Please check him out. Also, want to give a shout out to my boy uh, Angelo Crognali over at uh, 13 and a half clothing company. He's killing the game. It means a lot to have people like him on board as well. too. Shout out to uh, Air We Are best air conditioning and heating needs that you could ever need here in the South Side or in New Jersey. Hit him up and they'll take you over there, right? So, and finally, also want to give a big shout out to my boy Timmy Hugel. Over Ink Parlor. We got the OG9s dropping next week. Please Ooh. get in contact with Ooh. me. See what you can do. We got get him. him got get him. him while they hot. I'm telling you, get man. Get him while they hot. Because they're they selling fly. out. I'm telling you, bro. It, it, it meant so much to see everybody in their red Christmas sweaters here. Uh, my man Jeff, he's rocking the, 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 the you know super the dope you know the OG8. I think it's the OG7. OG7. You know, I get them confused. That's how many jobs we've had, man. Oh, but uh,
1: man. <laughs> <then I> also <laughs> want to give a
0: shout-out to Maria and Joe Snow over at New York Life, helping people to get their financial freedom every single day. Um, they'll help you put you on a path to where you need to go, man. So, you know, this is the Talk That Talk show every Friday, 8.30. You know the vibes. <laughs>
1: I know the vibe,
0: um, no, and no and, and no days off, man, I mean here we are episode you know eighty four eighty five on Christmas. You thought we weren't coming here we are, all right, and I promise you we'll still be here next week too, so again, thank you to Jeff Farrell for coming on the show, uh like I said, one of my huge, huge best friends out there, my brother, my ace, and the whole. Uh, love this guy like 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 he is family. I love him to death, man. And... Thank you for
1: having me on, B. Nah, for real, man. It, man. This, is,
0: this is like I said, man. This is one of my favorite episodes to ever do, and, and it means the world to me. Like we talk about legacy and, and leaving things behind. You know for you know the future generations for future people that uh you know to, to look back on and i i truly can think that you know this won't be your last time on the show no and and,
1: definitely and, not.
0: and you know what we, we it made went, history when baby. the
1: nets win the championship oh! no,
0: oh! <laughs> the ne- oh, so we heard it now guys when he when the nets win the championship this guy is gonna have to come here on the show and if and if the nets win the championship Maybe, just maybe I'll wear a Brooklyn Nets Ooh. Maybe, maybe, Ooh. just maybe Ooh. Cause if, cause I tell you what If the Knicks won this guy Maybe would wear a Knicks shirt too
1: Probably, That's not...
0: probably not ah, <laughs> Fuck you man <laughs> Probably not Oh no, this is the Talk That Talk show, I'm out of here This is my boy Jeff, my all brother right. I love you all, and I'll see you next week Alright